0: all right uh, welcome back to two top uh, this is episode 11 uh, I'm here as always with Matt how's it going and I'm Thomas and as always I don't know what's Matt I don't know what Matt's brought to the table and Matt doesn't know what I brought to the table but it's always a good discussion so Matt I'm gonna start us off today and we're gonna get a little dark Have you ever heard of Heaven's Gate the mm. religious organization? of Heaven's Gate. Is it like a cult type of? It's thing? pretty culty. Okay. But let me explain why it's really culty. Okay, so in the now this is in the 1970s. So in the 1970s a um a man uh, the son of a Presbyterian minister and he was a former soldier he started this organization of kind of like a new prophecy, like a new beginning and his name and he changed his name to Doe. and Doe was the leader of this uh, heavens gate at the time. And the big deal was that earth is a place to grow souls. And then once your soul is matured, you die and then you ascend and picked up by a craft of alien origin. Whoa. and brought to your new life whoa all right now it's getting weird because in order to leave your body you have in order to elevate your soul your body must die so you can adopt your new your new future form hmm. this is in the 70s and like kind of around the UFO craze of Roswell and stuff so uh the thing is, in order to ascend, they had to kill themselves, so in the late nineteen seventies let me f- bring up my notes real quick and get the exact date for you <laughs> in the late nineteen seventies, they got together and created themselves the crew is what they called themselves the crew and they were like the leaders of heaven's gate now there's a bunch of readings and it was like it was a religion, but then at the end in Later, later, later. I can't find the year off the top of my head. But I'll put it in the description. Um, they did a mass suicide. Because, Crazy cults, man. Because during the time, um, a large comet was coming through. And they were looking for a sign in the skies. And this comet was getting really bright as it flew past Earth. And they believed, like, this is the sign. This is It's time to go. Pack up your things. So... But to them, this wasn't death. This was about them about to be elevated to a higher form. So they were all excited. Like I was while doing research for this, I watched some videos of people doing like their final, final, final farewells, and they're all excited. It's, they're all excited. It's like you know, I'm I'm ready to go into this new life form. It's like my soul's done here. It's time to be elevated to the next place, and it was like a big deal to them. They all bought graduation uniforms. With Heaven Gate, a uh, black shirts and black pants with black Nike shoes, and they had the Heaven Gates patch on their shoulder. And they went to this ha- mansion in, uh, I believe it was L.A. And in shifts, they killed themselves. And people would, I think they did it in three shifts, using a mixture of, pudding, applesauce, vodka and then it was laced with vodka and another chemical that enlarged doses kills
1: what oh man so that's very dark that's very very dark
0: so they all died and um it was 39 it was 20 i i believe it's 39 and there's let's see if my math works it was 22 women and all the rest were men and So, here's the thing. It's like, how did people find out about this so quick? Because it became immediately news outlet. Like, everybody, it was all over the news. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the followers of Heaven's Gate left a couple years earlier because he felt like his life was going on a different track. So, he decided to leave. And the day that they all died, at his doorstep, he received a box. A box saying the note is like we just wanted to inform you that we have left and we've ascended to a higher place. And in it was a bunch of the tapes of all the um people saying their farewells. So this guy, before he calls any authorities, he goes to the house. And when he gets to the house he sees that everybody is all everybody it's very eerie. Everybody's in the same position. The back door was unlocked. On purpose left open so people so people could enter and down s- and everywhere there's mattresses and these people are laying all in the same position looking straight up covered in a purple veil. Who put the veil on them? Uh, they did it in shifts, they so did like in the shifts. last people don't have veils on them. And um, they contact the guy contacted the police and they showed up and it's like. If you look up, like, mass suicide, like, that's the biggest one in recent history. And the thing is, the guy who did leave, um, since he was a part of it, he he's still adamant. He's like, I understand why they did it. He's like, I personally won't take my own life, but I understand why they all did it. And to them, it wasn't suicide. It, to them, it was going to a higher place, which is wild.
1: That's a whole mindset. That's a whole different belief, I guess. Um,
0: the whole idea behind cults is crazy. The, it's funny, though, because, like, to them it wasn't... It like, people don't realize it's a cult if they're in it. But, like, to us looking in... Because I think for all the rest, it seems... It's, it's still odd. It's not... Not odd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the whole... Um, we have to leave our bodies, an alien spaceship will pick us up when we die to take our souls and put us in new bodies. It's a little a little far fetched. I'll I'll say it. But um to them, that was the future. Like this one guy who didn't do it, he he was talking in an interview I watched for CNN, and um he like heavily believes that Doe the leader was the second coming in Christ to him. Like that's how big it was to them. It was such a big deal, but yeah. What do you think? I mean,
1: yeah, like you said, you mentioned that um, looking in a cult, you can see that it's a cult. But being in it, I guess you wouldn't know. I, I guess the idea of people joining, they think it's a li- they think it's like a lifestyle or life choice. You know how they how they fall into it, and then I guess the collective group makes it a cult. But um, I guess, and like you said, it was both men and women. I guess the whole. I guess it was kind of they recruited people when it got publicized on the news and everything, and people were like, hmm, well, maybe I could just join this. It's really scary to think that it's such, like, a public thing. Like, people could people could just
0: join one of these
1: kind of followings.
0: Well, I don't know how much, like, how many people joined afterwards, but I know a big deal was people who joined it before um, before it, were like people looking for a new life like a, lo- people, a lot of people who are lost like the one man that they interviewed that didn't die he joined it because he was divorced from his wife and he kind of was lost and he didn't know what to do so he went and listened to the followings of this guy but actually um i got the year wrong now looking it up now it was uh 1997.
1: Okay, so kind of, kind of recently, actually. Yeah. So, but they've been around. The the they, started the sev-
0: they started in the seven. They started in the seventies, and then in nineteen ninety seven, uh, the guy named Doe. His full name's actually Marshall Applewhite, but he goes by Doe. Um, Thirty eight followers committed suicide so their souls could be sent up to this craft, and apparently, um, wow. Um <laughs> now li- reading more into this, I actually have some fun facts. Um apparently in October nineteen ninety seven the group purchased uh alien abduction an- assurance insurance. You can buy that? Uh that would cover up to fifty members and would pay out one million per person if um they were abducted or impregnated by aliens. Wow.
1: That's bizarre.
0: They rented a mansion in Paso, Victoria, which is a gated community in San Diego. Yeah, and they were found dead on March March 26, 1997, which, it's like, hey, it's the 20-year anniversary of Heaven's Gate. Hey. Hey. It's uh, that's a little weird. That's a little weird. Yeah. A little coincidence, but um, yeah. The people who died, they ranged from uh, 26 to 72. But,
1: yeah. It's okay, so there were some older people in there. Like yeah. you said, the one guy was divorced and he was looking for, I guess, a different walk of life maybe. I don't know if you want to call it like a different walk of life, but just like a whole. I mean, that's just bizarre. It's a whole cult. Everything adds up to the it's, cult. Well, it's
0: a whole cult about around UFOs, which is so interesting. Because there's normally, like cults always, a lot of cults aren't just cults for being cults. Like, people all just getting together, and it's, like, we do bonfires on the weekends, candle ceremonies on the later dates, and we kill a live pig on Thursdays. Come join us. It's more like, um... (laughs) That's a cult. Yeah, that's a cult. But, like, I would say this this cult is almost... I don't want to bash Scientology, but it's almost, like, a very religious, like high fancy religion is like oh well we're better because we're not christian muslim or something we're going to ascend to a different level
1: yeah like we know what the next step is you know they yeah think that's what makes them think they're better
0: but yeah i just thought it was an interesting story i had it in my notes for a while but um i didn't i actually was thinking of doing this right after i did um I think the Houdini story, I was like, oh, I feel like I can't do too many death stories, too many, too many death things in a row. But um, yeah, it just, I remember reading about, i have it always comes up, like every couple of years I stumble upon the story. Like I remember last year I came across it looking something up. And I'm like, oh, that's wild. And then again, recently I came across it again. I think, you know, it's funny. I think I came across it on the 20th anniversary. Of the suicide. Uh, it was online, uh, right? yeah, that was probably online, Yeah, that's probably why I saw yeah. it because I saw it like a month ago. Whoops. All right, but that that's what I got. So follow that up, Matt. <laughs> well, now
1: I'm going to have to go look online and see what their crazy idea was about the alien the alien abduction. Or maybe they're just trying to make money off it. Like you said with the insurance thing.
0: Fun fact, you don't make money if you're dead.
1: Well, some people would make money if they had insurance, right? And they had it like signed to a certain name or something
0: true
1: i don't don't know know. but did anyone survive i guess the one dude did but yeah but he yeah it's a it's wild Do you know how um the the guy who fell off the group for a while and and didn't take his life when he came across them how how long had it been since they killed themselves oh it was like a day or two it was like a day or two no one had found them because i guess every every single person at that party killed themselves
0: yeah, right. everyone at that party killed themselves. They went there to kill themselves, and, like, they, I mean, it was pretty discreet. Yeah. Like, there weren't gunshots going off through no. the neighborhood. It was people just dying off. Sounds like just a neighborhood party
1: or something, right? Yeah. I wonder – I mean, it would make a pretty good, like, movie plot or something. Someone who escaped that party or something and, like, is is in hiding – and they still have weird connections and and
0: the group is trying to like find them or something. I don't know, that's like a movie plot. Well, what's <laughs> weird about it is um like you say that in the sense that like this person is like he escaped. And it's like he cho- like he chose to leave, but he's still follow- like he's still a strong believer of it. Like I feel like anyone who's d- is in that long enough to understand it definitely has their heart set on it which makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, he was It's still wild. Yeah. Still way f- wild. Mhm. But yeah. Wow. What was the group called? Heaven's Gate.
1: Heaven's Gate. Apparently they thought they knew what the uh gate to heaven was or the gate to the alien heavens.
0: No, apparently they, they would go into an alien body, like a new body. Oh, like a rebirth because their soul is now matured. So that's branching, like, the science and, and religion, I guess. Wild.
1: And, uh, wow. Anyway, I, I had not heard of... I've heard of that group, but I did not know it had the uh, mass suicide behind it, and it or any of that. So now I have to look it up online. Definitely. It's There's lots good. of stuff online, isn't there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You'll find it.
1: All righty. Moving on. I have something... Um, it's not nearly as dark. There's nothing death related to my topic, that's but a, I that's a bummer. I <laughs> think we have a good balance here today, and I think it's all about the balance. I like hearing both sides. So, mine's another tech topic, of course, because I love I love the technology. That's always good. Um, what you got for us? This is called CAPTCHA, um, telling humans and computers apart automatically. So,
0: oh, are these the things, like, are you a robot? Yes. No. <laughs>
1: exactly. So I'm going to explain this to you. So it's CAPTCHA, which is actually an acronym, which I'll explain in a minute. Um, so recently we've been talking a lot about bots,
0: right? Yeah. Like robot plants, the home robot. I think the last couple episodes have all been robot-oriented, either you or me.
1: So because of that, I wanted to introduce kind of um, – a measure enabled by websites to prevent um, computer bots from providing unnecessary spam and traffic on websites. So a CAPTCHA is a program that protects websites against bots by generating and grading tests that humans can pass but current computer programs cannot. So that sounds pretty nerdy, but it's all relevant to us because we've all been on those websites where it gives you the prompt, like, type in these letters, that crazy... Or there's even some that are, like, pictures that you have to match, which one of these is not alike. Or there's some that are even tests, like what letter comes in between A and C.
0: Really? I haven't come across one of those yet. Well, there's multiple forms of
1: CAPTCHA to, um, as artificial intelligence gets better, we, we need to keep advancing the technology because with everyone relying on the Internet these days, all our information is there. So we need to make sure that these computer programs aren't just streaming through the whole internet and taking information and everything and spamming everything. So the basic idea behind CAPTCHA is that humans can read distorted text, but current computer programs for the most part cannot. Hmm. So an example as to why this is used is so bots can't create like fake social media accounts to spam people, um, verify a person when buying tickets online so bots don't purchase all the available tickets to an event and, and like resell them.
0: I feel like they do anyway.
1: Well, that does happen, you know, and it's partially effective, partially ineffective. So, the term CAPTCHA is an acronym for Completely Automated Public Turing Tests to Tell Computers and Humans Apart. Wow. That's, pretty, that's a pretty fun acronym, isn't it? That is a long acronym. So, it's perfect. Um, something called LeetSpeak has been around since the 1980s, and this was the most early form of a CAPTCHA-type method. Elite speak is essentially its own language, as the characters are different than the normal English English alphabet. Instead of letters being what we know them to be, many times they are replaced by similarly shaped characters. Like an S, instead of being the regular squiggle that we know it as, would be a dollar sign. It just has a line through it. Like you know, if you ever see bad words on the internet, I hope you don't. But when you see bad words on the internet, and it's spelled, you know, with a money sign, you get a some dollar sign, dollar there. sign. Exactly. What do you think that is? That's leet speak. Ah, So you can tell what it is, but it's not what it actually is. You know, it's code. So they've been using this for a while. It can be anything from that where it looks like the letter with just like a line through it, like a dollar sign. But it can also be like, you can make an M out of the um, forward and backslashes. So that could, it could be a complex character. So there's a whole code that people use. Um, the name CAPTCHA was coined in the year 2000 by Louis von Ahn, Manuel, Manuel Bloom, Nicholas Hopper, and John Langford of Carnegie Mellon University. So how does it work? CAPTCHA tests are being, um, CAPTCHA tests are based on open problems in artificial intelligence, AI, decoding images of distorted text, many times wavy text, or having a line through splitting the letters, as well beyond, um, as well beyond the capabilities of modern computers. Many times, a capture prompt will include a set of multiple complex images, only having a few related ones that a user must select in order to proceed. So you might have seen them where it's like 100 different pictures of pizza from just like Google Images, and then like maybe there's one of like a kitten or something, and you're supposed to select the kitten, you know? They're, They're really annoying, and they take time to get through. Normally, you see them when you're on like a login page, or you're verifying a purchase, or you're making an account. Yeah because those are the most common spaces that bots would infiltrate. So therefore, CAPTCHAs also offer well-defined challenges for the artificial intelligence community. They induce security researchers, as well as otherwise malicious programmers, to work on advancing the field of artificial intelligence. So this is essentially helping the artificial intelligence researchers. Many people try to beat these CAPTCHA prompts with bots. So it's kind of like a game for some programmers. They're trying to make sophisticated programs that can understand images and letters and kind of make it out just like a human can adapt right in the moment to read something right like if something's shaking we can still make it out a robot needs it kind of be to be still and kind of fall among like certain guidelines robots are getting even better so um now we wonder how good the artificial intelligence bots are these days at beating human-like tests well, I mean, we can just look at companies like Samsung introducing their new Bixby Artificial Assistant. Um, we talked about
0: yeah, we talked about Bixby in our Siri in episode. Year.
1: Well, this new Bixby Artificial Assistant, there's an, a feature that enables a user to take a picture and have Bixby immediately link them to the exact subject of the picture on an online store or pull up like pictures. So okay. that's image recognition, and it's instant. You just take a picture, it'll scan it, and it knows exactly what it is. That's pretty cool. Same with Google, you can drag an image into the box and it can scan that image and it can search for like images without typing words. It's the same idea. So we know artificial intelligence is good enough to recognize this. So you wonder like, how effective is, is CAPTCHA, the, the current versions of it. Many times there's more to a CAPTCHA than just selecting images or typing those crazy generated letters, though. Right. There's actually, this is... Um, one of Google's products. Um, it might freak you out, but there's a method where the page will actually track your mouse movements to see whether they are human-like or like linear, like a robot. Really? Yeah, so they it's basically watching your screen. Also, they check into your IP address and your cookie activity to see if it's related to what a human would have in a in their cookie history and everything. And cookies are essentially your information collected from previous sites, whether that's saving a password or saving what you selected. Right, right. So that's a lot of privacy that's compromised. And this is Google's product, and they call this no NoCAPTCHA, which is... It's kind of against the traditional capture where you have to type something because you don't have to do anything. You just have to click the I'm not a robot. That's what the no capture is.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Because you don't do anything. All you're doing is pressing a button. Well, you think a robot can press that button, but no. It's You're basically on camera at that point. They're watching you. Oh. And they're, they're looking at your IP address. They can see everything.
0: Well That's a bummer. I, I see that all the time now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of pri- privacy compromised right there. So now, with the internet expanding, its usefulness for content, we're more likely to see bot protection barriers to keep spammers off the internet. That um, makes sense. You know, you can do um, those DDoS attacks where like a hundred thousand different programs like attack a certain website, and then they could shut the they can shut the website down because it has too much traffic. That can be prevented if, if it reaches reaches a CAPTCHA prompt to uh, filter out fake people, essentially. Oh, just I, ne- those bots. I never thought of that. So I'm curious to see where this goes. Um, they're free. CAPTCHAs, there's a lot of providers that you can get on your website. It's just a plug-in, I guess. It has to do with your IP address where it's not solved. And your IP address is like your unique address for internet protocols that you would have on your computer. So a lot of times, the prompt isn't filled out on your computer because the computer can obviously like see what it's trying to type, what the right answer, it can work, it, it can reverse yeah. the problem and see yeah. what the answer is first before someone, before you would have to type it. It's solved in a multi-step process where the prompt is on a different server. So that's why it might take a little bit of time when you fill out this prompt, but it's it's very effective.
0: I feel like, uh, it's just me, but I feel like when I do the word prompt, I get it wrong the first time. 90% of the time. They're hard. They make them hard. I do it, and they're like, uh, the captcha was incorrect. Uh, please fill it out again. It's like, all right. I, th- I feel like I typed it in right.
1: Well, they're only going to get harder, too, because as artificial intelligence gets better, we're going to have to up the game, and it's basically humans
0: fighting machines. Well, now that you're talking about it, recently I've actually seen a really interesting one. I forget what website I was on, but um, the captcha was... It was a picture of a stop sign broken into 12 parts. And they said, take a picture, uh, select which boxes have the pole and the sign in them. So I had to click, like, the outline of the stop sign. I think that's that's pretty wild. That's a that's a big step for you. So think about wh-
1: uh, what it would be for a computer Yeah. to recognize that. That would be a whole lot of programming to do. So, like I said, it's a game for programmers. Um, they're just trying to crack the
0: crack the websites, I guess. It's... <laughs> I feel like programmers are at war with themselves. It's like, we made this fantastic thing. Now we're going to see if we Now we're trying to beat yeah, it. Yeah, let's see exactly. if we can break it.
1: I mean, it's so funny because we're making our own security. We're also trying to beat our own security. And by beating our own security, it's advancing our own artificial intelligence. So we, that's helping other fields exactly, as we well. It so it's kind of... As in, I like to say this all the time, technology generation's um, rapidly grow, super fast, multiply. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so much faster than like a regular year. You know how much technology can be innovated. And yeah, that's what I have. Capture prompts. Very, very unique. Very annoying. Um, we're gonna see more of them. Um, I'm curious to see if they'll be completely ineffective by robots that are comparable to human brains.
0: Look, all I have to say is you guys. You programmers, you make them as difficult as you can for computers. But if, if some way you can make it easier for us, that'd be great. Because I swear, every time I do the word one, I get it wrong like the first time and sometimes the second time. And it's frustrating.
1: There are some questionable letters in there that, that I just wonder sometimes like, you what think is it's that?
0: an N, but like there's a weird slash going across the whole screen and you don't know if it's supposed to be an M instead. Yeah. Oh, well, well, that's crazy. That's all we have for this week, guys. Uh, We'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks.
1: This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Burke and produced by Thomas Lance. Two Top is currently a non-funded project recorded weekly. For general inquiries or feedback, contact us at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks and join us next week for another Two Topics.